Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. Oh, that's right. You said something about Norfolk. Yeah, so Mia turned 18 yesterday. Oh, God. Oh, God. Big day. David's old. David's old. So, (laughs) But I do have a really lovely view. Nice. Is it cold or, like, semi-warm or... It's cold. Like, the high today is 50-something. Okay, yeah, so you're getting the same thing. Yeah, David gets in five minutes, but he's going to play golf, and I am going to the spa. Hey, speaking of spa, I had a question for you before I forget. Um, and we're recording, by the way, just so you know. Did you ever get that roller thing that you sent me the TikToks for? Yeah. Your, did it? Did you get it? I, the jade yeah, I, roller. Well, I don't do the roller. I do like the gua sha stone. Uh huh. But and it you like helps. it. Yeah, it helps. Like normally, I've already been sick by now, and I haven't been sick yet this year. Interesting. I was thinking about it for, like, when I swim, I get these rings, and they take all day to go away from my eyes. Well, it's supposed to help, like, just clear out everything in your face. And whether it's just coincidence that I haven't been sick yet. I mean, you did have the the one sickness. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, but no, normally I've had, like, a cold or something by now. Nothing yet? So you, you use it every day? No, I do it, like, I would like to do it every day, but let's be real. Like, there are days where I'm just yeah. good to wash my face that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of bed, and that's what counts. <laughs> yes, yes. So, but now it's, I like it. I was curious, because I've been looking, there's this, I'm getting these Instagram ads for um, a, a moisturizer for swimmers. And it's like $30 per tube. And I'm just like, that seems like that outrageous. A woman. <laughs> I, I, I'm a bar of soap guy. Like, this is, yeah. No, so, my moisturizer that I use on my face is like $30. That's crazy. I'd rather have flaky dry skin. But do you know how long it lasts me? I mean, it's for my face only. It's not like I'm lathering my body in it. Like, it lasts me, you know. I mean, you do look great. You look great. Yeah, so what's something working? So I slept in this morning too. Ooh, nice. Now when I say slept in, it was seven thirty, but I did too. It was six thirty-six instead of six (laughs) thirty. I was like, "Oops, I gotta go, gotta go." Well, I just got in yesterday from Chicago. Yeah, you you actually wanted you suggested doing the podcast yesterday. Are you glad now that we didn't do it yesterday? Yes, I'm okay. very glad. Well, so I don't know what is the deal with me traveling. So when I got to Chicago, I try to be fiscally responsible when we're on the company's dime. And so they're like, oh, there's a shuttle. I'm like, perfect. I have no issues riding on So I trek. I've, I've been through the Chicago airport multiple times, but I've never been to Chicago, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And so... To get to the shuttle, you have to walk to this like shuttle center, which it wasn't a far walk, but I ended up having, I never checked bags, but I had to because I was coming here afterwards and I needed to have clothes for both climates, if you will. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Winter clothes are bulkier, so I had to check a bag and they, my suitcase needs to be replaced. 
And so I'm trying to like drag my checked bag across to this shuttle center. And I get there and I'm like, I'm a somewhat patient person. And so they were like, the shuttle runs at the top of the hour and the half hour. And I got down there like just past the top of the hour. So I was like, okay, no big deal. Gotta like, wait. Yep. You know, I had a meeting. So I just took my meeting standing outside. It just like never shows up. So I call the hotel and I'm like, hi, <laughs> like, hey. And they're like, oh yeah, our shuttle doesn't work. So I've now spent like 45 minutes waiting <laughs> for the shuttle. So now I have to go find where the Ubers are, which are in a different building from where I am because I trekked all the way out of the Chicago airport to the shuttle. <laughs> so by the time I got to the hotel, I was just done. You're over it, yeah. Then I get here yesterday and the Norfolk airport is not that big. Like it's, it's not that big. So I get on Uber and it's like a 20 minute late and it was surge pricing and it was going to be like $80 Good grief. for a 20 minute ride from the Norfolk airport to Virginia beach. And I was just like, what is happening? So I got on Lyft. Lyft wasn't doing surge pricing, but I had to wait 20 minutes for my Lyft. And then you the guy could have walked to where you were going by this time. Well, no, I could have walked with my suitcase. But... Or rented a car faster and gotten to where, yeah. Well, and then I went up to the taxi stand to get a taxi. because so I was like, that'll be faster. No, they're like, it's 40 minute wait for a taxi. And I was just like, okay. Because David's getting the rental car. And I almost called him to say, you're not. I'll come get you. <laughs> <laughs> but he was picking up the rental car because we're like, oh, we'll save a day because I was like, once I get here, like after I went to Oklahoma Friday of the previous week, got home Sunday, had to do laundry and repack, left Monday morning at like 7 a.m., got here last night, and then we leave here Sunday that I was like, I'm not leaving my hotel room. Like, I'm going to have a night in. I <laughs> just that, well, that was last night? Mm-hmm. So I watched the first like five episodes of Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. Yes. I haven't heard of this one. Is it a, a reality it's a, show? It's a Netflix reality show. They sell, the main reason I watch it is they sell like multi-million dollar homes in LA. And these homes are just, even if I had that much money, I wouldn't want a house like this, but it's cool to look at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, they're used to million dollar listing. I think it's one that yeah. used to be on. Yeah. I don't know mm -hmm. if it still is, but they just, the last episode, they sold like a $10 million home and I'm like, that's gorgeous, but no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the taxes on a $10 million home? Well, I found out through the show <laughs> that LA, I don't know if it's just LA or all of California now has a mansion tax that if your home is over $5 million, you have to pay like a certain percentage tax every year and then if it's over 10 million it's like a different bracket and i was like one i, I just wouldn't want a house when i was younger i always thought oh i want a big house and you know, and now i'm like no i want like a cabin in the woods yep. or a tiny house on the beach <laughs> like, i'm very similar i i don't want anything huge or i admire them and i can enjoy them but yeah. Um, we've talked about the Biltmore, which is America's biggest house, right? It literally creeps me out how big it is. Like, it's just overwhelming, yeah. overwhelmingly big. Well, and I'm weird. Like, I, I refuse to stay 
And this is not because I think I'm better than these hotels. I will not stay somewhere with external facing door, like motels, you know, like- Oh, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. They freak me out. And a lot of these homes that are humongous, it's like all windows. And I'm just like, I would be like constantly like, everyone can see in my house or they just break the glass, you know? So I, it's too exposed, I guess, for me. But. Yeah, the windows thing. There's, there's a house in our street where they have no curtains. And I'm always like, how do you like have a private life if yeah. you can't ever shut the curtains? Like, Which I guess these huge homes probably have like big gates and stuff. But still, I'm like, I love like the openness and lighting, but I need to be able to also have like some curtains or. But what about like when it's dark and when it's dark, you can't see out. But someone can definitely see in and be like spying on you. Like at our house, we have the plantation shutters. So we don't have blinds. We have plantation shutters, which I love. And I didn't know what they were till I moved. But they're like wood and they like close, but then they like not accordion fold. There's like one fold in them and then you can just open them like shutters. Mm -hmm. But and then they have just the little up and down thing that yeah. close and open the blind essentially. But I love them. I don't know that I can ever go back to blinds. Yeah, I haven't seen those in a minute. That's yeah. probably a, a south of here kind of thing. Yeah. The Chicago was fun. I'd never been, so the bean was under construction. So I, I saw didn't get it, to see it when I went, yeah. I saw it from a rooftop bar and it was all fenced off. And yeah. I, when I went um, back to your shuttle story, I did the subway or the train oh, in, in, into Midtown. And I liked it because it, it was a, I felt like an authentic Chicago experience to me. Like I'm there with regular people and like that, you know, not tourists. Um, and then it was, and I stayed in, I can't remember the name of the hotel, but it, Michigan Avenue was right nearby. So it was like right in the middle of everything. Yeah, we went, so I went out with Aaron. I need to stop going out with the Brits. <laughs> I can't hang. But we went out um, Monday and went downtown and just kind of like, we went to a couple pubs, walked around, had a really good time. Got to see all the like, is it a river or whatever that's like in the middle of the city almost or? Oh yeah, yeah, there's a there's a walking area down there, yeah. Did you see the lake? I think so. I ran by the lake, so I, I yeah. made sure I did a run by there. Yeah. And I'm like, that is not an effing lake. That no. is an ocean. It is green. It is an ocean. <laughs> but it was just, if it had tides, it had waves. I was just like, this is an ocean. This is not a lake. Yeah. yeah, but we went down there one night. And then the other nights, we just, we were over by the airport. And there's actually like a really cool area called Rosemont. Which, that's where we stayed. But there were a lot of like cool little restaurants and, and some kind of outlet and a music venue. The Big Ten headquarters was next door to our hotel. Like the college Big Ten? Mm-hmm. So. Nice. I see them on Saturdays. Oh yeah. Yes. Did you uh, anything? Any? Uh, did you have like deep dish pizza or a hot dog or something classic Chicago? No. So we went to a pizza place. Like the six of us went the first, not the first, the second night. And I was assuming all pizza in Chicago would be deep dish. It was. I mean, it was no, really good pizza, but it wasn't the deep dish. So no. I, I went with a physician and uh, we were speaking at a conference and he was from Chicago and he's like, you've got to go to this place for their deep dish pizza. And so I, it was someplace famous 
and I got a deep dish and it was good, but it was just like so much. It, it was like eating a casserole by yourself. You know what I mean? But it was good. But so we didn't he claimed it. it was the best the best one in Chicago, so I just assume I had the best. <laughs> and like I'll eat a hot dog, but I'm never like, you know what, I just really want a hot dog. <laughs> I like hot dogs too, but yeah, it's not I think I did do it in the hotel there. I got a hot dog. Oh. And they had these funny little pepper things on it. Yeah. That you can't find. I can't find them here. Like they, I, Really? Oh. Yeah, it's just a weird pepper thing. I don't know what it was. but David won't eat hot dogs. And he always likes to quote. Did you ever see The Great Outdoors? No. Are so. you serious? Is it a movie or a TV series? Lockwood and John Candy? No. No, I haven't seen that. Okay. You have to watch it this weekend. Like, it's a really good, like, fall movie. And it's hysterical. But there's a part where he's talking about, like, hot dogs. And Dan Aykroyd's like, that's just lips and assholes. <laughs> um, I think that is true, actually, though. <laughs> yeah, it me out on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much, like, leftover meat ground up. and like, But it tastes good. Seen this movie. Like, it was a childhood movie for me. We watched mm -hmm. it all the time. I lived okay. very, very sheltered childhood, yeah. Okay, well... It's hilarious. You need to watch it. It needs to be bumped up on your list. On my spreadsheet? I don't yeah. have the capability to bump up on the spreadsheet other than I have to remember. Well, you need to just watch it. This <laughs> Speaking of that, we watched while I was on PTO the best um, horror slash mystery series I've seen in a long time. It's on Netflix. It's called the House the, of Usher. Yeah, The Fall of the House of Usher. Yes. But we haven't watched it yet. David tried to download it first flight. I was like, I will murder you because we're watching it together. It is so good. Episode. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's like the, the the writer or director is heavily influenced by Edgar Allan Poe. And yeah. I didn't really realize it until like you there's some like some lines and some quotes. I'm like, that sounds like poetry. And then I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the creepy guy that did the started scary stuff. And I couldn't remember his name. And yeah, it is so good. It was really good. Okay. Yeah, we have it earmarked to watch. I was really worried because the first episode leaves you so like, you have to process the first episode. It's that good. And then I'm like, well, they can't do better than this. Like, there's yeah. just no way you could top what just happened. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, we have that earmark for when we're back because then we travel again to Oklahoma for Thanksgiving. Good grief. I remember this about you guys last year. You guys were because you were going to come to Asheville and you were just traveling all over the country. Yeah I was like burnt out and I was so our holiday parties are happening right now and so Dallas is next week so for viewers we have geographical holiday parties so Dallas is next week and like no one from leadership was going to be able to go. And I was like, I, I can't, like I have literally traveled every week in November. I can't go. And so Chris is going now, but yeah. So I'm, I get one week off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I declined that one too. I was like, I'm just not doing the, I'm going to Toronto, but hop into a city for a night and come believe it just seems crazy to me. Yeah. We're actually going to stay an extra night in Toronto because we were going to go to Myrtle Beach for like the week of my birthday, which is like the week following Toronto. And Mia's like final high school winter dance recital is the same week. So that's obviously more important. 
So we're gonna stay an extra night in Toronto, do like my birthday, and then we'll be back in Virginia for her dance recital. What's a dance recital? Is that just dance or? Yeah, she's a like ballerina. Like she's oh, cool. Tiny, long legs, like very good dancers. So she wear those horrible shoes where they point your toes and all that. Yeah. Yep, she's a very good dancer, very talented, very artistic. So. It's her final high school one, so we'll be back up here for that. We're gonna. Ben Huval was telling me that the Williamsburg, like Colonial Williamsburg, is like right by where we're gonna be, and she said they do like a traditional like Colonial Christmas, and so David doesn't know it yet, but we will be going to that. <laughs> what does that mean, a Colonial Christmas? So they, it's like Christmas in the 1700s. Like people are dressed in like the colonial guardian let me look up the link she sent me this morning so like the old attire i guess yeah like is there food is there beer i'm sure there is let's see i'm just trying to see if there were pictures i don't know she said it was awesome because every she knows i love christmas it's like christmas in my heart all year um oh i can't show you my wreath that i put up trying to see if they have like a gallery i don't think they do anyway like colonial williamsburg you can go to all year round but they do it up as christmas you know all the yeah. time and then like yorktown is right there so like that's where some of the battles happened like in the civil not civil war the um revolutionary war yeah. Thank you. My brain doesn't That's work. all right. You slept in. It's okay. I did. <laughs> so I went to bed at like nine o'clock. I didn't wake up till 7.30. So, yeah, but all that's very cool area there. Nice. Um, nice. This will be your second time in Toronto? Um, Second or third time in Toronto. First time was last year for the holiday party and me and... Um, one of my direct reports um, got to meet for the first time in real life. And so we walked all over Toronto. We went to the CN Tower and went and did all the sightseeing. The so, what tower? CN? CN Tower. It's like a super tall, like downtown. It's very cool. Like you can, I forget how tall it is. Um, and then someone else was telling me there's like a Christmas market. So that's where we will be going. <laughs> this one. You really like Christmas. I love Christmas. Are you, when you go to the outlet mall, do you always go to the Christmas store? So when I travel, I buy Christmas ornaments to remember my travel. Like some people do shot glasses. I do ornaments because yep. it's just, I get to see them once a year. I don't have to like, feel like I'm wasting money. So I always get an ornament. I couldn't find one in Chicago. I was very sad. Really? Well, like everywhere I went, it was either, they had like keychains and snow globes, but they didn't have ornaments. But David Shake lives there, so I'm gonna be like, can you go buy me an ornament? I'll pay for it and shipping. <laughs> David Shake, he's a big fan of the podcast. I know. I yeah, shout we out should to have him on. We should. Well, let's see if he really listens. You are formally invited. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Reach out okay. to Justin or Allison, and then we'll make it happen. But That's he met cool. up with us one night because he lives in Chicago, so. That's how we should invite all our guests. I know. Yeah. It's true. So you were up in Chicago for work. Mm-hmm. Not pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, Monday night was cool because we just 
me and Aaron spent time downtown just walking around and catching does, up. Does he call himself Aaron? He well, does. everyone calls him Aaron. I don't know that I've ever heard him refer to himself. So. Nick calls him Aaron. So. His name is spelled differently than it's pronounced, so mm-hmm. that's why I ask. Yeah. And I went to guy. I went to school with a guy who had a name, some, the same name, mm-hmm. who pronounced it completely differently. So that's why I was curious. But he pronounced it Arun. Arun, yeah, yeah. I've never heard that pronounced Aaron. Always Arun. Yeah, a former friend of mine. Her husband's name it was funny because the way i pronounced it is not the way he pronounced it and he finally told me i was like why did you wait this long he was like because everyone says it the other way and it's fine (laughs) yeah i think that's what happens people whose name is mispronounced frequently they get used to it yeah like i'm called jason all the time but i just ashley Ashley and alicia alicia (laughs) well because ali yeah, that's just lazy thinking. I used to have a jar on my desk when I worked like in an office. It was the Ashley jar. And every time someone called me Ashley, I made them put money in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. I was like, whatever you got in your pocket, put it in the jar. <laughs> well, because I work in IT, so I work with mostly men. And so there's very few women, you know, in roles. I mean, like, so this past week, I was the only female there, which is cool for me. Like, I was like, is that women? But, you know. So have you done anything fun with service now? Um, not fun. Um, I, I guess I should fill you in. So last week when I was on PTO, I, I still filmed a, a weekly Friday episode of Service yeah. Now Store Highlights just to keep that up. So that ran on Friday. Well, apparently on the second. So on Thursday after I did my crawl. ServiceNow did their store release, their Q4 store release. Mm-hmm. And so I caught it on Tuesday, which was the 7th of this week. And they broke their sitemap when sometime between the last crawl and this crawl. Yeah. So when my crawl ran on Tuesday, it duplicated every single app in my database because of the, the sitemap issue. So I had to fix it, um, which means I got to write my first... Okay, someone corrected me on uh, YouTube. It's a source script. I called it a transform script, but someone left me a comment and said, no, that's a source script. I didn't know, um, which is fine. I'm not, I don't know everything. So I wrote my first source script on a transform map to fix the issue with the site map. So that was fun. Um, I can't believe it took me that long to write a script on a transform because I, I transform maps. I've just used to import things. I've never had to change them as they come in. So, so I you fixed that. Imported hardware, have you? What's that? Never imported assets, have you? Not personally. I had someone do it for me when I was rolling out first. You have to write one to look up the manufacturer so you don't duplicate it and make sure that you're not like you have to go find the manufacturer so that on insert will grab the right one. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not handled down by the IRE. Not on an import. Not on import. Okay. So, so I fixed it. Which means I had to run my crawl again then on Wednesday, and Wednesday got done, and there were 530 apps <laughs> that were new or updated, and I'm like, good grief. So I got through yesterday maybe 100, 150 of them, and I'm not ready to, to record today's episode. So I recorded kind of like a, yeah. I'm, I'm in progress, it's a big episode, and I'm going to have to release it on Monday because it's so much, but the Q4 
store release is out and there's a lot in it. So um, that was my ServiceNow adventure for the week. My shameless plug is me and Dan Linton and potentially someone from EMEA are doing a roadmap webinar. Ooh. Wait, wait, a webinar means public? Mm -hmm. For November 30th. Talking about the art of the possible with the power of roadmap. And where where can we find out more about this and register? On LinkedIn. On LinkedIn? Yeah. So we just search for Ashley. Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) You put it in my brain. I didn't do it on my own. You need a link so you can put it in our (laughs) Okay, yeah, we'll put it in the... the November 30th. November 30th, which is a Thursday. LinkedIn Live. It's after Thanksgiving, so it's just past that holiday, but not to where people are still off. So and it's budget season, so that's why roadmaps are important. Yes, yes. And is it just ServiceNow focused? Yes and no. I mean, like, our aim is generally ServiceNow, but, like, in those conversations, sometimes we're like, no, don't use ServiceNow for this. Use Logic Monitor, you know, or whatever. Like, we right. include that when we have the conversations. But CMAs are hosting it. Like I said, the, there's an EMEA CMA that I'm waiting for him to respond back, but I think he'll do it. So, you know. Yeah. Nice. I'm looking forward to this. What is it? What time is it? Um, let me see if it's at 11. So I'm going to block it off on my work calendar. So I don't get booked. Ooh. I should know just like off the top of my head, but I don't. That's the same time as my back to basics policy exceptions and acknowledgement session three. I don't know what that means, but yay. And um, also at the same time, what's new in Q4 for IT operations management? I'm double booked, Allison. All right. Well, I feel like... I am giving you ample. I would definitely give you preference over peak peak webinar recordings. That that can be watched later, by the way. Yeah, 11 a.m. Look at that, right on cue. Thank you. 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. Haley is thirsty today. Every time I'm on the phone. I literally, like, can sit in here for hours and here be in the office. And I'll hit the record button to do a video, and then like five minutes later, nom, 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 nom. So annoying. Can you tell I'm annoyed? A little bit. Uh, Roadmap webinar with Allison. Is, is Dan a CMA? Mm-hmm. Dan is a CMA. And then we're hoping to get the other Dan. When in doubt at Crossfuse. Be a CMA, you need to be named Dan. Invite all the Dans. We have three Dans that are CMAs. Oh, you sent me a link. I did. You can share it on your screen. Oh, this is through our company. Yes. Nice. Yes, I will put this in the notes. Embracing the art of the possible, live on LinkedIn. It's the only thing I haven't ventured into is a live yet. Yet. I will one day. I haven't either. So Caitlin was very excited. Because we came to her with the idea, so. When I say I haven't ventured into it, I haven't hosted it live. I did attend one live. It was on LinkedIn. You're going to think it's funny. (laughs) Because I'm so particular about my video. I I can't remember what the group was. It's out of California. They do a bunch of ServiceNow stuff. And I was a guest on a Friday night. 
And for some reason, my camera and stuff didn't work. And so I joined it upside down. <laughs> and someone put in the comments, they're like, ooh, look, Spider-Man's here. <laughs> it was funny. I, I was like frantically trying to flip my video right side up. I was like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. But we have to get CMA different categories of points. And so one's thought leadership. So this will count. I have all of my thought leadership points. So, but... I think Dan still needs a couple. So we were chatting and I was like, hey, let's do a webinar. It's budget season. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he would ever be interested in coming on? Absolutely, he would. He actually just messaged me. I'm, I'm trying not to read it. But yeah. Was... This morning, but then never sent anything. So I don't know what it was about. He pinged me and then I replied and then he didn't reply back for like an hour and now he didn't reply back. So, gotcha. so Dan, this is your invitation. If you're listening or watching. Yes. Because he would get points for this. There you go. Yeah, we want more points. Unfortunately, they don't roll over. I wish they did. Like, if I over-earn in an area. Because then I just, like, stop submitting once I've hit my points. But if it would roll over. <laughs> yeah. Because we have to do 800 continuing practice. And that's just based on the hours that you're still continuing to practice like, I mean, like i'm on implementation for fill well, in I mean, like, pre-sales activities count the roadmaps i do count and then you have to do thought leadership and it's like 100 points but like different things have different point values it's not hours based so like all the stuff i do with next gen counts this counts all of that and then there's forget how many points for continuing education. And that one's the hard one for me because it's hard to carve out the time to go do the training or the micro certs. I mean, it's important and I wish I had more time, but. Hey, Lucy, you got flow designer. I do, yes. And then we're having another CMA immersion week in December and all of that will count too. So I will be signing up for that. I, um, I was filming, this is actually last week's episode of SSH. And ServiceNow updated their, I want to say it's their, their generative AI controller or, what was that? Um, oh, David told me he landed. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Yep. Um, oh, he's flying there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I guess that would be a long drive, yeah. The seven hours. Oh, hour. Justin. Yeah. It was the generative AI controller or one of the Azure OpenAI or Microsoft Azure OpenAI apps in the ServiceNow store. And in the release notes, they said, we, oh, how did they put it? They basically took an action and uh, refactored it. They said they refactored it into a subflow. And so I'm, I'm reading this live as I'm recording, right? And so I was like, okay, all you flow designer haters out there, this is ServiceNow's brand new bleeding edge generative AI application and they're building it in flow designer. Pay attention, everybody. They're building it in flow designer. So. I wish I would have learned on flow designer. That's why I struggle with it. It's not because, I mean, I do think it's overcomplicated, but had I learned it that way, I would, it would just be, you know, you'd be old hat at it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I actually thought about you last night. I should have texted. Um, do you know, you know, Jay Spenson? The name sounds familiar. He's in the ServiceNow community. He's got a channel and got a site and everything. I've probably brought him up before. That might be why it sounds familiar if you don't know him. But he reached out to me. We've met on Tuesday this week. Oh, 
um, because he's going to do some stuff around the store apps. Mm -hmm. And um, he, was, he just wanted to pick my brain and see what I was doing. And um, he actually shared a way to use REST calls to do what I'm doing with a mm -hmm. headless browser. And so I was playing around. So I'm rebuilding my crawl to use what he showed me because it's more efficient and I get more data. And as I'm building out in Flow Designer, um, I've decided to like grab the app, app information and save it to a table rather than trying to do logic before I do it. And as I was building it out, I was like, oh, this is a pain in the butt. Like it was literally like, so I had like 20 fields and I'm like, this field, this yeah. field, this field. And I was like, okay, this is what Allison doesn't like. Yeah. It's this right here. <laughs> yeah. Because like I said, the, the flow at workflow editor, just, I could knock out flow workflows and like no time. And I feel like I'm just like the sloth at the DMV on Zootopia. Like it's just like so much. And I'm just like. That is a perfect oh. reference. Oh my gosh. You're on fire for being uh, sleeping in. I know. When I get rest, I'm unstoppable. <laughs> That's why I'm very excited for my massage in a little bit. So. What time is your massage? It's not till 1230. Okay. Family first Friday. That's right. I, uh, man, the last time I had a massage was before COVID. Yeah. And the poor little lady, did we talk about this? I'm having deja vu. The poor lady, she had, she was like muscular lady. She had these muscular hands and arms and she, they were popping as she was massaging me. Like you could just hear her, like her tendons and everything. But my back started spasming. Like the muscles just started yeah. like, it didn't hurt. Yeah. It's just like, I had not been touched and massaged in so long. My, my body was just like, what? What's going on? I have not been touched. <laughs> I mean, it's an intimate thing to be massaged, right? Yeah, no, I just, with I, my back gets so tight when I travel because like airplane seats are just horrible and yeah. the back to back trips. And do you do the leg exercises? While you're, when, while you're, when you're trapped, when you're in the plane, no. there's two things you should do. You got to do like leg exercises so you don't cramp up and get clots, right? No. That's a serious thing. And then there is also drink and hydrate because it's very, you, you dehydrate a lot on the plane. Yeah. No, I drink a ton of water re regardless of travel. So that's never. Well, that's right. I got your yeah. giant water bottle, <laughs> which you can't bring on the plane, but. No, well, I could bring it on the plane. I just couldn't have it full when I go through security. Right. But no, the, I got, I finished a book this trip, which was good because I've been wanting to finish it and started a new one. And then I sat out here, like I said, when I got in last night for a little bit and read a little bit of my book. And then. Is it a book you want to share or no? Uh, I mean, I don't read like anything exciting. So I'm, I just finished a Colleen Hoover book, the second in a series. It was, uh, it starts. So the first one was it, it ends with us. The second one was it starts with us. And it got really good, like when I was on the plane. So I was like, I have to finish it. <laughs> and then it's I started. a good book, actually. Yeah. And then I started. I love autobiographies. And so there's um, a show on Netflix called My Unorthodox Life, which I yes. think I've told you about. Yes. Um, the lady wrote a book. And I'm fascinated by her whole story. So I downloaded her book to read. And it's good so far. It's very interesting. Did you. By chance, start that book earlier this year and not finish and, it. And I got just so okay. I was having deja vu again. Yeah, no, I started it and then things at work just got insane, and so I, I restarted it because I couldn't finish it. So. 
I always have like five books that I've started and gotten distracted and I have to go back to. And, and then by the time you go back to them, you got to start over because you don't really remember what you read, or at least yeah. for me. Yeah. And then because I haven't ever flown out of Chicago, I'm not one of those early airport people. I'm just uh, not. Like, I want to get there with enough time to like grab a bottle of water, get to my gate and get on my plane. Like, I don't want to just hang out at the airport. But it being O'Hare, I was like, it could either be really fast or I'll be cutting it too close. And so my Uber driver had me freaked out that the Uber there was going to be like an hour. It took us 10 minutes to get there. And then I was telling David, I was like, you, his ex-in-laws used to live outside of um, Chicago. And he was like, well, with O'Hare, you just never know. So he was like, I would get there early. I had two hours before I could even board for my so I just sat in the American Airlines lounge and read my book, had a cup of coffee, but woke up at five o'clock, which I didn't need to. <laughs> I'm the same way though. I'd rather, so Asheville airport, you can get there like okay. a minute before your flight leaves and you just, pew, at least it used to be, it's under construction now again, but, but if I'm like going into Atlanta or Charlotte, I'm getting there early and I will sit and. I have Charlotte figured out. Like, I'm not worried about Charlotte. Atlanta, though, is a wild card. Like, Charlotte... Because sometimes we'll drive to Charlotte if it's significantly cheaper. If it's only, like, 20 bucks, I'm not driving to Charlotte for that. But if it's, like, hundreds of dollars cheaper, we'll make the two-and-a-half-hour trek, you know, to Charlotte. Yeah. But, yeah, we... I have that one pretty figured out. But, like, Columbia and Augusta. And I'm pre-check. So... Yeah, I'm a yeah. I always have to stand in line. I'm the one that always has my stuff gone through every time. Yeah, I well, just look like a terrorist, I guess. David hasn't had pre-check, and I've been like, "You need to get it. You need to get it." So I stopped waiting <laughs> in line because <laughs> I used to be nice. And I'm like, "Oh wait, so if you're traveling together, you just ditch him and go to the pre-check?" Oh, that's hilarious. Especially at like Charlotte or Atlanta. Mm-mm. And that's and I, not motivation for him to get it? Like, well, I even told him, I was like, I will fill out all the paperwork. I will do everything for you. You just have to physically go because you have to get fingerprinted. And, but I did just get conditionally approved for global entry. I have to go do an interview. But all of the appointments are like a year out. Wow. And so when you can do walk-ins, but you have to be flying internationally and then you just go into like that area. So when I fly into Toronto in December, I'm going to try to do a walk-in. So I told David, I was like, give me your crap because then maybe you can get global entry with me. And they do fingerprints. Are they, they're not doing facial recognition yet? Well, for pre-check, no. I just ha I got my pre-check back in like 2018. I just renewed it. And all I had to do was get fingerprinted. Um, but when I've flown internationally the last several times so even when I went to Amsterdam for CMA like when I boarded in Atlanta to fly to Amsterdam I didn't even show a boarding pass they scanned my face and it freaked me out that was in 20, 2019 and they were like we don't need your boarding pass and it scanned my face and was like welcome Allison I'm like <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so I had a similar experience that when I went to Oklahoma it was the yeah. last time I flew, and I had my boarding pass on my phone, and I had my ID out for TSA, and he grabs my ID, and I'm, like, holding my boarding pass, and he's like, like you're good. I'm like, uh, wait, what, how, okay, well, thank you. <laughs> because, like, 
there are some airports where they just want your ID. There's somewhere they want both. Like it's not even consistent. Cause yeah. in Tulsa, I just had to hand on my ID. But in Columbia, when I flew to Chicago, I had to do both. And then when I left O'Hare, I had to do both. So you still have to do the thing where you get body scanned? No, because I'm pre-checked. I hate that thing. I just walk through. I don't have to take my shoes off. I don't take anything out of my lap, my bag. I just walk through the little metal detector. Saves so much time. Oh, I'm well, And you're traveling a lot. I mean, it makes sense when you're traveling a lot. Like, yeah. I but literally I haven't traveled in a year, so. I don't travel near like I used to. I used to travel like almost every week. And like to the point where I knew the TSA people at the Tulsa airport. <laughs> like one day I was late and I, it was a situation where I had to check my bag. And the lady at the American Airlines desk, she was like, hey, Allison. I was like, hey. She was like, you never check a bag. I'm like, I know, but it's a long trip. And she was, we were just in there chatting. And this guy was like, that sucks for you. And I was like, yeah, it does. It does. But, and then I would get to pre-check. And there's a couple airlines that I think if they screw things up, they just give people pre-check as like a, I don't know if that's true, but there were a lot of, so have you heard of Allegiant Airlines? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Allegiant out of Tulsa has direct flights to Orlando's and it's inexpensive. And so it's a lot of like families. Well, I, I, my goal is to be the most efficient person through pre-check. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Up in the Air. Like every consultant should watch it. It's got George Clooney and Anna Kendrick, but it's a great movie. It's very good. And especially if you've ever traveled for work. It just I just really... keep thinking of up with the old man in the house. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't think that's it. But oh no, it's not that. That's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one day because I literally I had the Tulsa airport down, and so I would get there with enough time to get through security, grab a coffee, fill up my water bottle, walk on the plane, and there there was this like three or four families in front of me at pre-check and they were like practically undressing. I'm like, this is pre-check. I literally went around them and they started to get mad at me and the little TSH. I was like, Hey, Allison, welcome back. Where are you going this time? And they were like, she cut in front of us. And he goes, you're taking too long. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Were they doing like the remove their belts and take off their yeah, shoes? They, I and... mean, they were practically undressing and they're like, this is pre-check. And they told them like four times, stop this is pre-check quit unpacking your bag quit taking off your clothes quit taking off your shoes just walk like i could not work for tsa oh no yeah i've seen arguments and like the one that just it's like every time i go to the airport is somebody arguing over their flipping coffee that they want it and it's just like there's signs like all over the place that you can't bring any liquids like just stop like it's not new it's been yeah, like that since 2002. 2011. <laughs> yeah. Or 2001. Yeah. yeah. Since 9-11, everything changed. And yeah. Yeah.